Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 32, the grand finale of season one of Missed Conceptions. I'm your host, David White. In case you've missed it, City of Mist has a new Kickstarter going on right now. Uh, the point of this Kickstarter is to fund and create a book called Knights of Pain Town. And Knights of Pain Town is going to be the first, uh, I guess you could say, like, adventure module. Um, but what it's going to be is it's going to be 10 cases that can either be run separately or can be run together as a sort of long-form campaign, you know, where you start at the top of the iceberg and work your way down through the seedy depths to figure out what uh, what menacing avatars at the bottom of all this crazy stuff going on in the city. Along with this new story arc book, uh, there is going to be released a campaign book, which explains a little bit more of the city, uh, like who are the, the avatars up in the elite positions running the city, uh, who are the gatekeepers, what's the mist all about, what's going to happen when the mist goes away. Uh, and also, uh, the core rulebook is going to be split into two different books, the Player's Handbook and the MC Toolkit. Uh, so that's kind of nice. I mean, I love the City of Mist core rulebook. I, I have not been shy about talking about how much I love it. Uh, and, but I think it'll be a good idea. You know, it's a little bit more uh, manageable to carry around, you know, a player's book if you're a player or an MC toolkit if you're the MC instead of carrying around this big old tome. Um, but anyways, yeah, so those are some things that the City of Miss Kickstarter has coming out. The main thing is the new story arc book, Knights of Pain Town. Uh, if you want to back, you can get that. You can get the campaign book. You can get the player's handbook. You can get the MC toolkit. Uh, they're also going to release a new starter set. Uh, and the starter set's really cool. My favorite part of the starter set is the huge, like, poster character sheets. Uh, so a new one of that with a new adventure. Uh, all of this is going on. All of this is great. If you love City of Mist, you should definitely go back it. I know I am. Uh, and the Kickstarter ends on August 25th. So if you listen to this episode after it comes out today or, you know, a little bit later on in the future... Uh, hopefully it's not before August 25th, 2018, so you can hop over there and back City of Mist. Now, on to our show. This is the end of Season 1. Uh, this is a, a big finale episode, very emotional. I hope you're ready for it. Um, but this this has been great. I have loved making this show. I've said that before. Uh, filming this season was fantastic, and I am already looking forward to recording season two and releasing it. There are some uh, show improvements and quality improvements, audio things like that, that I want to improve for season two. And so what that means is I want to experiment with these and try them out before I release them. And what that means is there's going to be about a month or so break between the end of season one and the start of season two. Um, if you want to know any specifics about when the next episodes will be released or how that progress is going, or if it's, you know, not going to be a full month or whatever, hop on over to Facebook and Twitter. I'll post updates there for people that are curious. So don't forget about us in the month break. Uh, I hope you're excited for season two, just like I am. There's some really great ideas that I have and some really 
cool things I want to get back to doing uh, with the new season two. And also, it'll be a new uh, jumping on point for new listeners. So you can share it with your friends and be like, hey, season one is over, but season two, you can jump right into it. Releasing alongside this episode is our Geek Out After the Season. It works just like, you know, the Geek Out After the Credits, except with this, we take a look back at the whole of season one and how the characters have grown. We talk about things that happened, things that didn't happen. Uh, You get a little bit of a peek behind the curtain or behind the GM screen, as it were. Um, So once you're done listening to this episode, why don't you go listen to the Geek Out After the Season and uh, get a little bit more of that misconceptions goodies. We want to give a Patreon shout out to Michael Bowman. Michael, thank you so much for being a patron. Uh, We really appreciate you and your dedication to the show and your glorious mustache. You have wonderful facial hair, sir. All right. That is all for the announcements for this season finale of Misconceptions. Thank you for joining us for the last 32 plus episodes, if you're counting the side quests. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you on the other side. saying where were they going oh i need to i need to get a hold of somebody who could he have sent what can they watch out for i just need to get i need to get out of here where's where am i parked oh my god do i have gas ah episode opens up with a shot of uh, the city park. Um, Everything is idyllic. Uh, It is late afternoon. The sun is starting to set, kind of casting a orange hue over the city. Um, And as we see parents kind of packing up their kids and belongings and things like that, we see Bill crashing through the trees. All right, I uh, take out my phone as I'm running towards my car, and I call Rin. Hey, Bill. Perfect timing. I There's some questions. Uh, wh- where are you? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm at my office. You could say that I've got things tied up right now. <laughs> are, are you tied up? No, but some fellas from uh, the Golden Flamingo are. Okay, good. Stay put. I hang up. Um, I call Faye. Hello. Hey, are you are you okay? Yes, I I think so. I don't. Um, someone's. Where are you? I'm running to the car right now. Where in the city are you? At the park. Okay. Are you at your apartment? Yes. Do you know where Esther is? No. Okay, I'm headed your way. I'll tell Rin to meet us there. Okay. Um, don't come inside. So uh, I'm going to text Ren really quick, meet at phase, and I'm going to call Esther. Okay. Rings three times. There's no answer. I'm going to call her again. Rings three times. 
There's no answer. I'm going to text her. Esther, are you all right? Okay, you send it. Whoop. Okay, I dropped her off at the bar. Um, all right, I'm just going to get the gang back together, and then we're going to have to figure that out. Ren sends Bill a picture of the two guys tied up and sends a gif of, like, what? And what do I even do? Just leave them. <laughs> they don't matter right now. Just get out of there. I guess you have your employees to worry about. Figure out a way to get out of there or get them out of there. We need to we need to go now. Esther's not answering. We need to figure this out. Sit. Okay. I'm gonna grab a dolly <laughs> and just uh, dolly them out of my office and lock the door. Okay. Where do you take them? Um very Batman esque style. I there's a just hang a piece of paper on them. <laughs> Um, and call 911 okay. uh, from a burner phone and just tell them the location. And okay. Do you leave them just in front of your office? Yep. Okay. So we see a shot of Rin getting a dolly, and then we cut, and then another shot of the dolly parked underneath these two guys in front of Rin Pascal's office with the note tied on the front. What does a note say? Um... Caught these guys breaking into my office. Uh, I don't know. Okay. That's just that. Okay. You go to Faye's. You go to Faye's. Faye, what are you doing? Who is it? <clears throat> Sabil. And Ren. Yeah. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. Faye, like, comes out into the hallway and, like, shuts the door behind her. What's going on? Where's Esther? That's what we need to figure out as soon as we can. I have a situation. You notice that Faye, like, has, like, it's all torn up in the back as if, like, she hit something glass. Um, or, like, wood or, like, but she's, like, all torn up in the back. Um, she's just completely bruised up and barely conscious. Um... Someone showed up. I don't know. I don't know who it is. Um, she said her name was Jessie. But she's she's in there. And I, I don't think I knocked her out. I didn't. I punched her really hard. And I think I broke my hand. Um, but she's, she's in there. And I, I don't know what to do with her. And I, I don't know what's happening. Is she, is she tied up? Or is she just loose in the apartment? Faye cracks open the door, and you can see that she is pinned against the wall with, like, a solid foot of flowers holding her there. All right. So I am going to push past Faye without hurting her. Sure. Um, I'm going to stomp up to Jesse and fashion a, a tattoo knife and press it against her throat and say, if you don't tell us what our friend is... I'll paint this wall. Some of us are ready to die. I like, hit her in the side of the face with the butt of the knife. <clears throat> you see she already has like a bruise on her cheek from where Faye hit her. And then you see a little bit of blood uh, dribble down from her temple. 
I'm willing to die for what I believe in, Bill. Are you? I pull out a poker chip. Say, you're aware there's things worse than death in this life, right? Everything that matters to me was taken from me way before I started at the Golden Flamingo. You notice I'm the only one there that doesn't have a chip around her neck. I don't work for the Golden Flamingo to get something back, but to make something of my life. To give myself a meaning, a war to fight for. I'm not scared of you. You poor misguided fool. I just knock her out, and I just, I like, throw the poker chip at her. I don't use it to, she's worse off than she would be soulless. But um, I throw the poker chip at her. If she wakes up, maybe she'll see it. I think we're just going to have to go to the bar. Let's, uh, Faye, what what do you need? Are you, can you make it? What are you thinking? Can Bill help while we It would be very helpful if you both helped me get to the car. Yeah, okay. Why do I keep saying... Bill. Ugh. Can we just mention for the fact that there is a half-dead person in Faye's apartment and two guys that uh, came to, I'm assuming, kill me. We have to office. find Esther. Yeah, yeah, everything else is kind of auxiliary right now. We need to focus on making sure that our party is together. Let's... Yeah, that's fine. Let's go to the let's go to the van. Are you driving or am I driving? Uh, I guess I'll drive so you can uh, lift her into the back seat. Okay. Um, uh, do we have leftover medical supplies in the car? Um, I will I will say that there is. Do you have any help points on Faye? I only have hurt points on Bill. Yes, I do. I have two help points. I have two help points on everyone. Aww. Okay. And I'll say uh, I'll say you can use one of those help points to create create in quotations, but say that there is a don't leftover. Just one of them? Uh, don't erase one. Just remember that you only get two per session for Faye. So you use one to give her okay. one juice. Gotcha. I have a minus one, so I knock Faye out. <laughs> no, stop. it doesn't work that way. <laughs> um. Um, but that one juice, you can spend it just like and change the game, so you can. Reduce a status, yeah, uh, by one. So we'll reduce that down. What is Ooh. it? Four. Yep. So it goes down to three. Uh, wait, no. So if I'm, so you go down to a. F- I go down to you a go four, down to a right? three. I go no, down to because you're at a four. You're almost to a five. Okay. Um, we're in the car. Yes, we're driving. Mm-mm. We need we need to call Javi. Uh. You think that any of us have Javi's number? Well, considering you're the tech guy, I had a hunch that maybe you could figure it out. <laughs> Fine, just throw Shane my way. Ren, focus. Esther isn't answering. I'm sure I could do some digging if Bill can take the wheel. I'm sure he could handle that. All right, so I just climb over the seat. <laughs> All right, it, it goes to a red light, and Scooch. I burst out and jump to the back seat. I just scoot over into the driver's seat. Buckle your seatbelt, Ren. Sorry, I'll buckle my uh, kitty booster chair. Just find the number! <laughs> light turns green. <laughs> okay, um... I won't make you roll for it. You find, um, well, if you want to find his personal cell, I'll make you roll for it. But you could find his, like, 
desk phone at the uh, yeah, the PD. We'll try that first. Yep. Um, I call. Okay. Yeah, this is Javi. Javi, it's Faye. Faye. Esther's best friend. Uh, Esther's friend. Sure. I, what's happening? Something is terribly wrong. Esther isn't isn't picking up. We can't what do you figure mean? out what's going on. I we don't have any response from her. We're going to the bar, but we don't. She's not okay. I'll meet you there. Hangs up. Um, you pull up right as a squad car, like nearly plows into the building. Uh, as you are helping Faye gingerly out of the van, Javi kicks open the door. He already has a gun in his hand. Where is she? We don't know. Go, guys, go. I'll catch up. Just go. He runs through the canvas where the door used to be and tears it open. Esther! Esther! There's no answer. Um, You follow in behind him. You see um, a table. Well, really, all of this is pretty messed up still. You see, like, sawhorses everywhere. I guess you haven't been back here since uh, the monster attack. Um, But everything seems relatively put together. But you find... Um, as much as everything is kind of put together, there's construction going on. You see a table and chairs that are just shattered and thrown to the side. Javi goes over to it and starts looking at all the pieces. And then he looks over his shoulder and walks over to the wall and picks up a gun that you are very familiar with. It is Esther's revolver. Yeah. Yeah. James, I'm going to walk into the kitchen. Just You open the kitchen. As you do, um, you see a shape move behind some counters. James, is that you? No answer. All right, I'm just going towards the shape. Whatever. Okay. Or right, I'm going to say, someone's in here. Okay. And then walk towards it. You two hear that. Um, you step around the corner um, and you see James, like, laying up against the, um, uh, what did I say, the shelves. And he has, like, this bottle of beer in his hand. And his, like, tears are running down his face. His eyes are huge. And he looks up at you. Don't, don't take me to. Don't take me to. James. What happened? I'm there by that point. Okay. Um, I'm going to go over and sit next to James. Okay. He looks at both of you and like this, the recognition comes to his eyes and they were dressed just like you. He's looking at Bill. Esther just sent me home. I was in the kitchen getting my stuff ready. I heard a shot go off. I looked through the, the window, saw them fighting her, hitting her. They threw her into the table, uh, knocked her out. I, I thought they saw me. They turned around. I, I hid in here. God, I'm such... Tears start streaming down his face again. I, I do except drink. That's all I fucking do. And he throws the bottle and it crashes against the wall. That's all I have. James, it's okay. It's okay. And she, like, puts his hand, or puts her hand on his shoulder. I want to say that Ren is just standing in the 
uh, lobby area, and he's got his scanner goggles on, and he's searching for any kind of remnants or clues as to um, where they went off to or where Esther might possibly be. Any Anything that um, wouldn't be seen by normal eyes. Okay. Go roll and investigate. And I think scanner vision is about the only thing. Yeah. News. Twelve. Damn. You get okay. uh, how many did you use? One. One. Okay. So you get one. Uh, one clue. Yeah. What's your question? I mean, I I can give you a key detail, but you also get one question. Oh. Like one answer or whatever. I mean, your question was, like, where'd they take her, right? Yeah. Okay. Or, like, what evidence is there for mm-hmm. taking her? Um, so you switch through the different, um, like, things you can see with your goggles uh, or your lenses, whatever. You see uh, you see Esther's footprints. You see uh, unfamiliar boots. You can measure the size and shape of the boot. Um, but you see that there was some sort of scuffle near the bar. It uh, looks like they fought back there. They came around, uh, crashed this table right before Esther was knocked out. Um, And then you follow these drag marks out through the tarp that you came through. uh, And it looks like she was put in some car. Uh, You can see the tire treads trail off into the street. Um, And the key detail that I'll give you is uh, you know by the tire tread the exact make and model of the car that they drove. I walk out. Um, is Javi there, or is he still outside looking yeah. at stuff? Yeah, Javi is in the main dining room holding Esther's gun in his hand and looking at the shattered table. I, I know that Faye, like, will handle calming him down, so I go to, to Javi and I say, tap him on the shoulder. Hmm. All right, I need to tell you something. He looks up at you. What do you know? We just found James in the kitchen, and he said he saw some people take her. Um, And I work for some very unsavory characters, and I do some very unsavory things. And I do this at the Golden Flamingo uh, for a man named Jeremiah. Uh, He kind of scrunches his brow and looks past you to the kitchen door. Um, he can't really see through it right now because it's not open. But he looks back there and looks up at you and then he stands up. What are you trying to tell me right now? I'm pretty sure the people at the Golden Flamingo kidnapped us and I think that's probably where she is. And I think we're probably going to need to go get her. But it's it's not just a casino. It's it's a front for some pretty big organized crime. And I know that doesn't matter to you. I know you'll do anything. But I just want you to know what you're walking into. So this is your fault? Yeah. I guess it is. It's your fault. They're my best friend's daughter. I swore on his grave to protect him. She's my little girl! And he pushes you in the chest and the two of you hear him shouting I can't protect him and I'll be damned to hell if I don't protect her he's, 
his he punches you again, but the punch is much softer without much oomph behind it. She's so good on never had. I'm gonna save her. Harvey, take a deep breath. It's okay to be upset, but we have to focus. Ren at this point bursts through the canvas and it's like, guys, I I know the make and model of the car. We can I'm sure we can look it up in the police database, um so we can find Esther, see what happened to her, I guess. Harvey, can you call then? Can you find out where that car is or where it's from? What happens at the Golden Flamingo? The man I work for, Jeremiah, uh, he's a bookie of sorts, probably a little bigger than that, and he has ties to the mob, and he has a group of enforcers who are very elite um, and very powerful. So if we're going to rush in headlong, I need everyone to be aware of that. sighs and thinks it over for a second. Yeah. I'll call it in. He takes Esther's gun and like puts it into his belt at the small of his back and holsters his own gun and walks slowly to the uh, the canvas tarp, pulls it aside and goes outside to the squad car. Meanwhile, where are y'all three doing? Did y'all hear what I said? So this is your fault. It's not his fault. It's it's kind of my fault. It's not your fault. Just That's not the point right now. We have to do something with James. He isn't okay. We can't just leave him, and I can't think of anyone to take him. Can we just leave him in the car with us? At least we know he would be safe. That's a terrible idea. He doesn't know about any of this, and he didn't hear what was going on. Yes, but where would we put him? My office where two bad guys just showed up or your apartment? Could you call Deja? That feels like a very awful idea. As soon as you say that, you hear the squeal of tires. You hear sirens blare as Javi peels off in the squad car. Let's go. I have an idea. Just let's go. All right. Okay. Where are y'all going? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> Said you had an idea. Yeah. Um, Golden Flamingo. Uh, wipe those off. We don't have to roleplay this because it's a little complicated. Okay. But the only person I can think of who I do know is Muhammad. Okay. So I'm going to call his office because I have before. Can I just say this episode is going very well so far? Yeah, y'all are killing it. Carrie, we miss you. Carrie, you're doing real good. (laughs) We're coming to get you, Carrie. You're playing your role perfectly. You are. (laughs) Whatever, I can't. Lockley and um, 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 Patton? Catton? Oh, Catan. Catan. Okay. (laughs) Catton. Settlers. Okay, so you call. Um, Ring, 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 ring. Hello, you've reached the office of uh, Lockley and Catan. How can I help you today? Um, yes, hi. Who's this? Is this? This is Muhammad. Etam. Okay. Yes, Muhammad. This is Faye, the one that you abandoned on the sidewalk a while ago. Oh, Faye. Yeah. How you doing? Here's the hey. thing. I have an issue, and I'm gonna need you to repay me. Okay. Uh, what? I 
have someone that has gone through a very traumatic experience, and I don't know anybody else who can help them out. So you're going to go to Morty's Bar on such and such street. You're going to take care of him, and you're going to make sure that he gets to safety. So thanks so much for Uh, your help. And um, I'll make sure that you have that done in 15 minutes, yes? uh, Hold on a second. Who am I picking up? You're picking up a guy named James. He needs your help, and since I know you're in the business of helping people and abandoning people on the sidewalk, I know that you will be able to take care of this. All right, you're laying on the shame real thick. Yep, well, I'm kind of in a hurry, and I kind of need something taken care of. Remember that girl that we also worked with, Esther? She's hurt, and I need to go take care of her. So this is the way that you can take care of us. Woodard isn't going to like this. Well, Woodard will get over it. I'll talk to him myself one day. If you want to, it's your battle. Um, all right, I guess I'll head on down there. Great. Thanks for your enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, all right, so where are y'all going? Going flu. I mean, can we, do we hear sirens blurring? Could we follow that? I mean, he is, like, gone by the time you get out. You can't see him, um, but you can, you know, drive towards, um, where you assume he's going. Yeah, so I'll drive towards the Golden Flamingo. Maybe I'll drive. Um, uh, Ren, do you think you could get a um, something on where he's going? I mean, can you get his cell phone, trade anything? I mean, I'm pretty sure I know where he's going, but I want to, like, while we're driving, could you see if you can figure that out? Yep, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Um I won't make you roll an investigate roll. Um, you hack into the, the PD. You uh, access their geolocation devices. You see that he is heading towards uh, the Golden Flamingo Casino. All right. Looks like he's going to the same place. Uh, better gas it and make sure we get there at the same time as him or someone's going to die. All right. That's where we're headed. Okay. So you peel out towards the Golden Flamingo Casino, the uh, road that leads out of the city proper and to the casino grounds, which are nestled up against the lake that the uh, city is built next to. Uh, It is this elegant building, um, lots of decor. There's like a a maze made of bushes and things. different things like that but you as you are pulling up Rin do you watch his geolocation uh Javi's geolocation yeah um you see that he has stopped before he gets to the Golden Flamingo Casino uh and actually as you are peeling down this um really mountain road it's not very big uh not crowded or anything you see his squad car like pulled off the road and up into like the tree line Look, there he is. Skrrr! You stop. Um, he went off the road and into the trees. Like he got in an accident? No, as you do, you stop and like get out. Yeah. You see like the door is open and the trunk is open. But it, not that he crashed, it's that he made a very hasty stop. Right. And then kicked got open his, his door, got something out of <laughs> the back. All right. We're going to run towards his vehicle. Mm-hmm. You absolutely can. I cannot run. Oh, right. no. Go, go. Seriously, go. Let me say that in character. Just go. I'll get there somehow. All right. So, sorry. <laughs> 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 All 
Okay, you get to the the car. You see the scene I described. The doors kicked open. The hood is open. I mean, I, I want to go from like I wanted to get to his car so that we mm-hmm. can go towards the Golden Flamingo, like trying to maybe see if Ren can scan for his tracks or something. Oh, you're wanting to work in the forest instead of like going straight to the Golden Flamingo because yeah. the road keeps going on and he like pulled off to the side. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to figure out where he's going. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll a investigate. I'm going to use my scanner vision to just look around the forest to see where he is or if I can't see him in my immediate surroundings to kind of look for tracks like I mean, or like yeah. I said. Okay. So uh, plus one. Yep. Seven. Okay. You pick up on his tracks. He is making his way through the forest. Um, and in the forest, it's a lot easier to tell where he's walking. But as soon as he gets to, like, the pavement of the parking lot, his tracks disappear. The Golden as, Flamingo parking lot? Yeah. As far as you can tell, he's making a beeline straight for the Golden Flamingo. What side are we on? Like, east, west, south? <laughs> the main entrance is facing south. So we're on the south side. Mm-hmm. I'm going to text... While we're like going to Faye, that were at the south side parking lot. Okay. Yeah. And I left the keys in the ignition. I mean. Okay. And Bill, as as you are you rushing towards the entrance? Mm-hmm. Okay. You notice that the parking lot is like empty. Oh no. I guess it's very odd because this is like prime operating hours. Right. 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 So I'll say I was running and then I start walking, and then I start looking around. Where where are you? I'm going to say that I'm maybe in the middle of the parking lot, and at this point, Faye has pulled up. Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. So do you open the car door? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Faye, how do we get you so that you could walk normally? Well, unless you can fix a sprained ankle in the next three seconds. I don't think that's going to be a thing, considering I was slammed into an entertainment center and had someone beating me up and attacking me with a dragon tattoo. I'm not really feeling super great right now. I can sense your sarcasm at this point and your anger, and I'm just going to need you to tone it down a bit. Maybe you can create like a stint or like a brace out of branches or vines. Got it. Bill, what's happening? Why is the parking lot empty? I have no idea, but it shouldn't be. So, uh, we just, I think, I honestly think at this point, we're just going to get in there and make sure Javi's not dead and hope that Esther isn't as well. Can you make yourself a crutch or a cane? Or, uh, can you get in? Yes, I'll get in. All right. Um, Faye begrudgingly <laughs> creates a, like, um, like a, basically a boot type thing for her foot with, like, vines and sticks Per Ren's suggestion, but like, does not acknowledge not it whatsoever. <laughs> does not acknowledge it was a good idea. Right, right, right. Okay. Uh, I won't say it reduces your status, but you can now walk at like a speed to keep up with the rest of them. Cool. Gro- Groot boot TM. Yeah, Groot boot. All right. And it's then a, Ren it's a, it's a whispers boot of Groot. A boot of Groot. A boot of Groot. <laughs> a Groot boot. I am Groot. <laughs> See that wasn't so hard, was it? No, oh my gosh, we're just we're just walking. We're just walking. <laughs> just let's go, it. let's go. <laughs> okay, you make it to the main entrance. We go inside. Yeah, there's no. Okay, 
you open up the room. Um, tower shield. Okay, immediately. <laughs> tower shield. Uh, anybody else powering up as you walk yeah, in? I've got my gun out already. Okay. I have no way to defend myself. Okay, so we see this scene where, like, <laughs> Bill kicks open the glass doors. They shatter a little bit as they fly open. He walks in, flicks his arm out. The tower shield comes ready in, in front of him. Uh, Rin steps out from behind him, clicks his gun into place, aims it out in front of him. Faye walks around the other corner and just looks. <laughs> Hobbles in. And stands there. Yeah. With group. So it's this cool scene where you are standing there, the moonlight like illuminating your figures as you stand in this, in the entryway. Um, and the main room of this area is cavernous. It is huge. Um, but, Bill, you notice that there aren't... Uh, electrical lights lit. Usually this is like lit up with gaudy lighting, lighting fixtures, everything like that. There's tiki torches placed sporadically throughout the area. Um, You do notice the uh, lavish water fountain is near the center of this room. Um, There are lots of plants around it. Vegetation. There's some some vegetation, yeah. (laughs) Um, but there are rows of gambling machines and tables, and the facility itself is very removed and remote. It is away from most of the city. Um, and as you kick open, you see the garish lighting. You see kind of dark overtones, this cavernous main hall. And you see all of these people dressed in Western gear, men, uh, women, um, all wearing attire very similar to Bill's. Uh, tattoos at the ready, glowing and green. They have these spectral weapons in their hands. Um, and near the fountain, you see a chair, uh, a rolling chair. And tied up in that chair, you see Esther, her head lolled to the left side. Um, and standing behind the chair with his hands wrapped around the cushion, you see Jeremiah. Bill... How nice of you to come into work today. I see you brought your friends with you. It's, I don't know why I'm so surprised. Of course it would be you. The thorn in my side. It was you, wasn't it? At the water treatment plant. And then you with Marcus Malcolm down at the waterfront. You've been a stickling on sides for a while, Bill. It's I cannot believe I put you and Jesse on the case to find out who you were. <laughs> well, thank the gods for Jesse and for somebody actually doing her damn job around this place. I just wish you could have brought y'all in. But that's fine. He reaches down with his long hand and, like, strokes the side of Esther's face. I'll take this one. Is he standing in front of the water fountain? Yeah. So the vegetation there comes out and, like, slaps him on the back of the head the minute that he, like, puts his... He turns around with a hiss. His eyes flare red for a second, and you see, like, this black smoke billow off his person. And then, like, as the plants kind of recede, the mist, or the smoke contracts back into his form. Oh, I'm going to enjoy this. Now, Bill, 
I want you to remember as I stand over your dead and dying corpse, as I take those two tokens from around your neck, that you will never see your wife and son again. Because only two things are certain in life, Bill. Death and debt. And boy, I got my fingers in both those cookie jars. Boys, bring me Bill's head. And then all in unison, they and start marching towards you. Let's go! Uh. <laughs> Where's Javi? Let's start this fight, bitches. All right. So, I have this new idea that I just tried out with Jesse, and it kind of worked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Faye is going to create another um, kind of, like, barrier maze thing that separates. So instead of there then like being a big line, you see like all of the vegetation from the water fountain come in and like get in between everybody so that they're kind of like taken aback and it separates everybody out a little bit. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, so you're wanting to like break them up into smaller chunks? Yeah. Okay. Um Okay, so that's going to be plant growth. Um I'm going to say the more the merrier since I have that stuff by the fountain. Okay. I need plenty of space for rolling. A twelve. Okay, that's a dynamite move. Uh, change the game, so you get what was it? Three juice. Um, I just said two tags. Yeah, but I think on a dynamite oh, you get at least okay, three. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um. Okay, I think I'm gonna do this right, but I'm probably not going to. Create a story tag. Of plant maze. Okay. Um, scale up the effect so that it's, like, strong. They can't just, like, break through it. Okay. Um, and prolong the effect so that it stays there throughout the fight. Okay. So you, you create this uh, store tag. Go ahead and uh, write it down somewhere. Um, uh, do you want to post it now? Sure. Um, and it's at a two, a tier two. Yes. And it's prolonged effect. Okay. So the vines and leaves of the foliage around the plant or the water fountain, like whip out and weave in between the uh, the employees of the golden flamingo. Uh, and as they do, uh, they're kind of cut off from one another, put into chunks, as it were, uh, making it maybe more easily easy to fight a certain group and not have to fight like the whole horde. Um, okay, good. Um, who's next? So is Jeremiah still standing over me? Mm, he's standing over and behind you. Oh, he's behind me. Mm-hmm. Damn it. Um, and you are tied up and you do not have your gun. Right. Oh, okay, so, so I'm in a chair and he's standing behind the chair and mm-hmm. he has his hands on the mm-hmm. chair. But he's like his. So I'm in the chair, mm-hmm. and he's over me. Mm-hmm. And but he's not like. No, he's just standing behind. Down at me. But he has his hand on the chair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna bite his hand. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead and roll a hit with five. Got. 
eight with the daddy's fighter. That makes it nine. Did I subtract everything? I'll say that since you're not like actively fighting or whatever, uh, no. So you hit with all you've got mm-hmm. with a one. Nine. With a one? With a power of one. Oh, yeah. So you roll a nine. Uh, so you automatically inflict a tier, a tier one status. If I do, I gain the upper hand. Can it be like we collectively gain the upper hand or no? How would you binding him gain the upper hand for everybody else? I guess what I actually want to do would be hold the target's attention. Okay. Yeah, you definitely do that. Okay. So you see his hand right next to your head and you just quickly lash out, chomping down on his middle finger. He screams and tears it back. And you can feel like the blood and maybe like a bit of your flesh and teeth or his flesh and your teeth. Um, But as you spit it out, it's not blood. In fact, it doesn't even really taste like like the iron taste of blood. Uh, It feels like if you bit into a pen, that inky liquid, uh, very bitter to the taste. And you see his finger isn't bleeding. It's just oozing this black liquid that drips down his finger into the floor. Uh, he shakes his finger off. Ooh, little girl, you don't know when to quit, do you? And he grabs your chair by the back and starts wheeling you towards the water fountain. What are you two doing? In this maze, I'm assuming that me and Bill are just marching forth. Bill with his tower shield and me with my you know, gun. Okay. Just hiding behind him, but ready to shoot the first person that we interact with. Okay. So I'll say if you if want... If Bill's okay with that. Yeah, if he wants to give you that advantage, uh, he would need to roll a change the game. But yeah, y'all can be marching in tandem with each other towards the a horde of employees. Yeah, we can go up the maze. You said roll a change the game? Yep. So you're trying to create a uh, defensive tag for him. Yeah. So it uh, should be a seven then, because it's minus four. Are you are you creating the story tag right now, like the defensive thing? Mm-hmm. Don't subtract from that. Oh. Because okay. this is this is you actually like creating a shield and giving him cover. Yeah. Uh, but you know, using that shield, you would then subtract from. So what'd you roll? Eleven. Eleven. Okay. So you get two juice. How do you want to spend it? I would assume create a story tag. So yeah. what? Phalanx, shield one, or whatever. Or actually, you could give a status to Rin of a phalanx shield. So the same thing you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you and then phalanx shield? Yeah, I just pictured like the Roman soldiers yeah. like marching forward in tandem or whatever. Uh, and what would you spend your other juice on? Does it have to be along the same vein? Oh, if you want to step it up to a two, you could spin your other juice to do that. Okay. Because right now he just has one. Okay, so you want to give him two. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you create the shield. um, You know, you position it between in front of you and Rin so he can still shoot from and still get cover behind it. All right. Um, Okay. 
are the people close to us? Yeah, so you're marching forward, and those that weren't immediately cut off from the maze are still funneling out towards you. All right, I'm just going to create a mace and whack someone. Okay. Nope. I am not. What'd you roll? <laughs> uh, one plus three, four. I'm going to miss. Yeah. And so you you march forward and you swing. But as you do, you feel that spot where Paul hits you in your hip twist. And you kind of seize up right mid-swing, uh, which gives the people closest to you an advantage. And they rush forward and take their cudgels and hammers or whatever they have and start beating on your shield and your arm and your chest. Um, roll a, a face danger. Do I get... Any advantage from that, or is that just... That's for him. Okay. So you have your tower shield, but now he has a tower shield as well. Gotcha. Which is just yours, really. So I would say as long as he is effectively taking advantage of it, that he can use it. And this takes a minus four. Mm-hmm. So what'd you, what'd you add to it? Uh, tower shield and... Until I collapse. Okay. Which would give me... Four. Mm. Okay. So you take a uh, mm. a beat up two status. I will say, um, because I've got three help points for Bill. I don't know how to play this out cinematically. Um, but, like, in a way, I want to be able to, like, protect Bill from, or at least, like, soften the blows that he receives but I don't know how to so think about think about your character how your powers work things like that you have three juice that you can spend on Bill to give him some sort of helpful status you could say that like you keep a hand on his shoulder and your heightened awareness like sees the attacks before they actually happen so you can shove Bill out of the way or shove like his arm into this guy uh, basically helping him move out of the way. It's just you're working. He has a shield, and your hand is on his shoulder, jerking him back and forth. Um, yeah. I will use my help points to... Um, I don't want to say take control of Bill, but be able to easily guide Bill in the direction that causes him the least harm. Okay. Go ahead and give Bill a... Uh, a story tag or a, a status of um, what do you want to name it? Follow my lead three. Yeah. Okay. So follow my lead three. So whenever he rolls face danger or something like that, he can use that three to help him. Um, girls, where y'all doing? Are my feet tied up? Yeah. Crap. Fantastic. <laughs> I'm just gonna try to headbutt him. Go ahead. All right, bit a finger. <laughs> I will say that this will add your injured status into it. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna use Daddy's Fighter, maybe Life Lessons. Okay. I guess react before it happens. Really. He got a three. <laughs> so you you start thrashing, trying to hit his hand, but it's just so ineffective. Uh, and he chuckles to himself, 
as he grabs your chair by the arms, lifts you up, and then throws you face first into the fountain and puts his boot on the back of the chair and pushes it down. Faye, you see these two guys getting swarmed with energy, er, swarmed with people with their tattoo weapons, beating on their shield. Uh, you see Jeremiah push Esther face first into the water fountain, start to drown her. What do you do? First, mm-hmm. pause scene. Um, so, Faye sees all of this, and the scene freezes. Mm-hmm. And Faye flashes back to um, when the whole alien thing was happening, Faye was really struggling with not having a way to better help because she didn't have any sort of weapon, but also, like, the struggle of, like, valuing human life and not wanting to, like, kill. Um, but when Faye was struggling with all of that afterwards and, like, trying to find her identity, she secretly went and got her, like, handgun license and bought a gun and has kept it, like, strapped to her leg throughout just in case, but has never used it just because she is, like, morally against it. Um, So Faye is... (sighs) Okay, so come back in. Faye now has this. We're going to get to that in a second. I'm going to pull her up with the nearby plants. Okay. Go ahead and roll a go toe-to-toe because you are actively going against him trying to push her into the water. Sure. None of my stuff would count since I'm not moving, right? Nope. Yeah. Great. Um, Plant growth, the more the merrier. Okay. Eleven. Okay. On a 10 plus, choose two. You achieve your goal, you get them good and give them a status, or you block, dodge, or counter their best attempts. Um, so I achieve the goal, obviously. Okay. Um, and I want to, when I pull her up, I want to pull her away from him. Okay. So, like, counter where, so pull her away from him, just like outside of the fountain. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. I am trying to picture, are like all of the employees like around the fountain, or are they like in the front? They're marching out towards you, so the only person near the fountain right now is Jeremiah. Okay, so I'm gonna, the plants, not me, are going to pull her out and like propel her towards the rows of tables and machines to kind of give her some cover. Okay, so Esther, you feel the splash of water on your face. You feel the pressure pressing you down. Your face, like, digs into the marble uh, bottom of the pool. Uh, Your eyes are stinging. The water is starting to seep into your mouth. Um, And all of a sudden, you feel these coarse fingers wrap around your legs, your arms, and then all of a sudden, you're pulled up, gasping for air, and you feel yourself flung in the air you hit the ground and then this rolling chair just spins across the uh, tile floor and hits against a poker table Uh, and Jeremiah like whips around looking wildly as these plants like rear up like vipers almost between uh, Esther and uh, him and uh, you see he shakes his head I'm getting tired of this. And he takes this toothpick out of his mouth, which is ever-present, and he clasps it in both hands, and then he pulls it out. 
And as he pulls it out, the toothpick becomes a weapon. Uh, but it's not a sword or an axe or like a traditional weapon. It almost looks like a cricket bat. Uh, but along the edge of it, there are these sharp stones and pieces of metal. Um, Bill, something in you recognizes this weapon as a um, Makahoito. And to anyone who speaks Aztec, I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. But uh, he produces this weapon and, like, flings it out to the side. Um, And then the demeanor of Jeremiah fades away. Uh, Away goes the clothes, the bolo tie, the nice hat. You see um, almost this tribal gear, a headdress made of leaves that appear more like shadow. Uh, a similar glass shirt and um, or skirt and uh, braces around his legs. Uh, he takes on this tribal look and he turns to Esther and he turns to Faye and looks out across the sea of his employees. His eyes are red and his face is twisted in this grimace. And um, with a mighty leap, he just... Soars across the people and lands in front of you and you realize now that he is much taller than he was as he stands up still holding this vicious weapon in his hand and looks down at you uh, so Esther as you see him leap across the the hall you start like trying to strain against your restraints and you hear some footsteps behind you and you feel a hand on your shoulder I'm going to get you out of here, Esther. Don't move. And you feel a knife start to cut the bonds around your legs and your arms. Now, Rin, what were you saying? Is Jeremiah behind us or? Yes, he jumped. So now he is in between you and Bill and Faye. So he is standing in between the three of you. But the horde of employees is on the other side of you. So you are cornered in between the employees and I Jeremiah. So I have an idea. I don't know if it'll work. Um, this is burning a tag level. Um, okay. Well, I'm just preface it. No, I, I love it. Um, in a similar vein of like planting a virus, I kind of want to. I want to like put my hand to the floor and like in a way of like connecting with what's going on, but. I guess in my head I'm thinking like I'm able to um, connect the inner workings of my head uh, and plant this virus into the vines and the vegetation that Tessa has done in, in a way of combining technology. and. But the vines don't have technology in them. What about the slots? Like there's a million... Mm. But how how could you use those slots? Slot machines. Distraction? They are shotgunning it's dead. coins. It's super dark. Yeah. Yeah, that too. They yeah. could just be jacked. Okay. Yeah. So you want like beating to beating the base style. Okay. So you want to which tag are you gonna burn? Or which um I would say machine possession or technopathy. Yeah, we'll do with machine possession. 
Okay. So you uh, you reach out with your consciousness. You feel the electrical components of the um, of the slot machines. You give them their directive. You override their main purpose. But then all of a sudden, these tokens just start shooting out at um, the, I guess, the enforcers. Yeah, the enforcers. Um, You're doing a hit with all you've got. Yep. And so this will count as a 10 plus with three tags is how it works. So you deal tier three power Mm -hmm. um, and you get two of those options. I'm going to say get them good, and so it'll be a tier four. Okay. And I'll say take cover. Okay. How do you take cover? Um, as they're – because I mean, we have this scene going on. Uh, and I'm imagining the slot machines are either on this side or that side. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to say that we, uh, that I guide Bill to turn the shield towards that uh, in like an angle of we're still being protected by the horde, but we're also not going to be hit by the slot machine. Okay. Uh, so onslaught. these tokens fire out like rapid fire bullets. Uh, they start hitting the um, the enforcers. At first, it's just an annoyance, but they keep coming and coming and coming, and they don't stop. They get harder and harder with each hit, and you see a few of them start falling or tripping or sliding and getting hit in the head or an eye, and it's incapacitating quite a few of them. Uh, there is still a group in front of you, but the uh, enforcers that were nearer the back and sides are being thinned out by the uh, machine attack. Um, I'm going to burn a tag. Burn all the tags. Yeah, now's the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm actually going to burn tattoo manipulation. And I want to I ask you if this makes sense. Mm-hmm. I want to burn tattoo manipulation to use the... the Tattoos that are currently on my body that aren't being used for my shield and um, mace to like harden into like an like an armor, um, and I feel like if I do burn that tag, the penalty could be that I'm stuck with what I have. I can't make like springs or anything. It's just I get the defensive bonus, but. I lose the utility by burning it. Yeah. I like harden all my tattoos into like an exoskeleton or to like an armor. Okay. But which would mean that I'm not going to be using them to do uh, utility stuff. Okay. So you're wanting to change the game? Yeah. Okay. Um, change the game. It's a 10 plus with the power of three power tags. Um, so you got three juice and you can use any of those. Um, Wait, I'm options. trying to make a defensive thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For you. So could I make a. Three level defensive thing. Yep. Oh my gosh, I need to not die. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So you, um, as you see the <laughs> tokens ricocheting off people, the rest of the horde charges at you. You focus your tattoos. They crawl over your body and uh, almost come up. I guess they come up out of your clothes and like encase you, and you have like this. Uh, I don't know, like alien exoskeleton all around you. 
uh, and then one of them come with their tattoo, and you lift up your arm, and the tattoo weapon just thuds into your arm, and beneath like the mask of your tattoos, you like smile a little bit because you didn't feel a thing. Jeremiah is striding right up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm not about that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Faye is going to straight Spider-Man it. Um, okay. and throw out a vine that grabs one of the slot machines and like whoosh, pulls her over there. Okay. And as she does it, she's gonna like look up at him and be like, "Not today, Satan!" And like, okay. If she succeeds, uh, otherwise, this looks really bad. <laughs> I guess. I guess it, this would be a take the risk. Mm-hmm. But you haven't done that in a while, so go ahead, take the risk. <laughs> what are you using? Um, plant growth. Okay. I will. You let me have the more than the merrier. Sure. <laughs> and, you, and you'll add your injury status to this. Gosh. Okay, so it's a minus one. Okay. Overall. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. E. Okay. So you reach out. You say, not today, Satan. <laughs> and the vines wrap around your hand, and they pull you towards the machines. But as you go, Jeremiah reacts with cunning swiftness and cuts it with his weapon and then with the other hand, grabs you by the back of your neck and lifts you up and is then going to pound you into the ground. Great. Roll a face danger. Oh, my gosh. I, I don't think character-wise I can react quickly enough to, like, do anything. With plants? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Am I untied yet? Oh, yes, you can. Oh my gosh! Okay, so you how- saw that. That was a real roll. Yep, that was good. Um, so he he grabs you by the back of your neck, slams you into the ground, um, and you like curl up into a ball because you didn't use any plant powers or anything, and you just thud against the ground. It kind of hurts, but miraculously you just roll across the ground as he keeps stomping over to you. Uh, Esther, at this moment, Javi severs the ropes around you and he spins you around to look at you and he grabs you by your face. I thought I'd lost you. We don't have time for this right now. You see he has um, his, you know, armor vest on. Um, he has a shotgun laying next on the ground next to him. He reaches behind his belt and pulls out your gun and hands it to you. He says, let's get to work. Okay, so... I'm over there. Mm-hmm. You are cut off from the rest of the group by the uh, horde. He's still over here. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm... And he's distracted, yes? Oh, yeah. He's busy. He's, like, all about killing Faye. Okay. <laughs> Javi and I... Are going to go back behind the fountain mm-hmm. and come up this way, hopefully staying covered and get into position to be able to shoot at Jeremiah. Sneaky sneak. Okay, so you're you're just rushing around to you're trying to rush around the. I mean, I'm stealthing around the back of the fountain. Okay. Would they get a bonus for the? Uh, slot machines being super loud and disruptive. I'll, I'll say that, I mean, you don't really have to roll for it. You just spend your turn avoiding 
the the uh, the people mm-hmm. and you know working your way around the circumference of the the room to get to where Jeremiah is. Mm-hmm. And I'm not wanting to get where he is. I'm still going to be undercover. Okay, so you're I'm just, just working your way in around. position to be able to. Okay, shoot. and Javi is right behind you with his mm-hmm. shotgun. Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of you, what are you doing? I'm going to say that Ren pops off a shot at one of the enforcers. Okay. I'm going to use my vibranium claws to... No. <laughs> Wrong game. Uh, well, I'm just going to go to town. I'm just going to... I don't know what's happening behind me. Mm-mm. There's no way that I would. Uh, and so I'm just going to be focused on the horde in front of me. Okay. So, uh, Ren, go ahead and do your roll first. Uh, and I'm ruling into account my injuries. Um, when I'm shooting. What injuries do you have? I just have a uh, in pain and bashed. Those should be together because they're still on the same spectrum. Yeah, I mean, they're bashed less in pain. Okay. On a two. And then what's the other one? That's it. Uh, that's the shield. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So you got two. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So those just cancel each other out because they're both twos. Because the shield is the shield that he created. Mm-hmm. But the shield wouldn't help you shoot. It wouldn't. So it would be a minus two for your injury. Oh, yeah. And then what tags are you going to add? Uh, and then a mobilizing energy. Uh, and I'm going to say spread shot. Just trying to get anyone okay. that's there. Okay. So go ahead and roll. Seven. Okay. Uh, on a hit with all you've got, you hit with one tier. Um you know what? That's actually all you need. So you squeeze off a shot with your energy spread shot. It cones out and hits the few remaining uh, enforcers that there are. They fly backwards, hit the ground. Uh, Some of them are like rubbing their heads and tentatively trying to get off the ground, but they seem taken out by the barrage of coins and then your energy blast. So Bill, he... Knocks out all your fellow co-workers. What do you do? I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. And I'm just going to charge him. Okay. I just push you. What are you adding? You charge. Okay, so here's my question. Tattoo armor is obviously useful for defense. Mm-hmm. Would follow my lead as long as I'm actually doing what he's wanting me to do be useful on offense? Sure. That's the only way I can take that as useful. Mm-hmm. I'll take a plus six on defense. But I'm assuming that's not what it is. It is fine. Okay. Yeah. So what tags are you adding? So you had the follow my lead plus three. Yeah. Well, so the only tags I can add are my normal offensive tags, which are basic tattoo weapons. I'm not using my tower shield in this instance. Like, I'm either hitting with the mace or I'm bashing with the shield. Okay. Um, so basic tattoo weapons, blood sport, blunt force trauma, and kneecapper. I would petition for Till I Collapse because I am on the brink of death, but I would understand that that's not going to be given to me. So... Go ahead. Okay. And then subtract your injury from it. All right. If I add three and then subtract four, it's a minus one. Okay. Okay. Um, and you know what? I'm going to activate your Jeremiah weakness tag. So it's a minus another one? Mm-hmm. Minus two. Minus two. Gotcha. But you also get an attention in that thing. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I needed that. Um, nine. Okay, so nine, hit with all you've got. you got a power of two, so you can hit him with a uh, tier two status. Okay. 
Um, so I hit him with a status no matter what, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get um, one option to add to it. I will secure a superior position because this guy is going to freaking wreck. Okay. So you hit him with a three? Yep. So I'm going to... Give me one of those. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna hit him with the the mace and kind of spin off of it and make sure I'm crouched behind my shield. I'm okay. Hit my shield. So you crack him in the leg with the mace. You bring up the shield. Uh, he winces and turns around. He is twice the size he was. Twice the size of you. He turns around. Bill, I've been waiting for this. And then his eyes flare, and you feel. Your tattoos tense in place. Um, what can you add to a face danger to prevent him crushing me? Taking over your tattoos. Oh God. Um, so this isn't this isn't necessarily like a physical attack. This is just when he uh, froze you in place and had them beat on you. He can manipulate the tattoos on your body. Alt- no. <laughs> <laughs> Manipulate these, bro. Um, I think till I collapse applies, but I don't think anything else does. Okay. So go ahead and roll with a uh, plus one. Woo! Eleven. Damn. Okay. So you, <laughs> you feel the tattoos tense on your body, the familiar feeling of him dominating your person, controlling you by the power that he gave you, you feel it, and then the image of your children flashes in your mind, and you shrug off the effect. He, his eyes kind of widen. Oh, I don't care if I can't control you, I can still kill you. And he is going to um, pick you up and kind of skid you across the ground away from everybody else and stomp after you. All right. So, how far away is Jeremiah from where I'm at? Not far. So, he's shooting distance. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to aim for his head. Okay. Go ahead and add your always injured status. Just rested, trusted Colt Cobra. Okay. Uh, why don't you add, don't you have Javi as one? Oh, yeah. Go ahead and add that, too. And so Daddy's plus two. fighter. Mm-hmm. I add that, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, plus three. So, just minus two. Mm. Seven. Okay. You hit with all you've got. Uh, you hit him for a tier two power, uh, and you get to choose one of those things. I'm going to get him good. Okay. So you step it up. You level your shot, your hand shaking. You feel Javi reach around you and grab your hand to steady it, and then you squeeze off the shot. Uh, Bill, as he's stomping towards you, raising his weapon, you f- you see a bullet shred through his neck, and um, he stumbles forward and falls to a knee, uh, and he looks up, and then he tenderly turns his neck around. He says, I'm not dying here, Bill. And then he turns into this mist form, and darts up and around and goes toward his office. Esther squeezes off the shot. Uh, Javi fires. Even Rin fires. The shots all pass through his spectral form. Uh, He coils and goes up 
the stairs and seeps through the crack in the door into his room. I'm going to, like, propel Bill up there. Okay. So, Bill, you feel like... I'll I'll let you do it. Yeah, do you Um, want that? You feel the plant coil underneath your feet and just fling you forward. There's that huge window pane that he usually, like, looks down on everybody in. And you, like, crash through the window. And you roll to a stop. And you see, just as, like, he is coming out of mist form and leaning on his desk. You kill me here, Bill. There's no hope for your kid. For your wife. I'm the only one that can open that door. If you want to see them again, kill them. And he points out the window down to your friends. I've worked at this casino for a long time. It's unfortunate for you. Because I call your bluff. I'm just going to slowly walk towards him. Just kind of look down at my mace. And the, like the underside of it is, is pointed. And then in the background, you hear some country music playing. You got to know when to hold no no when to walk away, no when to run. And then I imagine his eyes getting wider. Yeah. I'm like running up to him. And then I just. All in beautiful slow motion. Oh, slow motion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because I forgot they can't see me. See, I yep. wish there was a camera. <laughs> I'm, I'm just reeling back in slow motion. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that I'm screaming. Mm hmm. If this was a movie, you could see that. Yeah, I'm so like, but the, you can't hear anything. The music is playing over yeah. it. Your mouth is like open wide and screaming, and you like slow motion coming forward. And then I just drive it straight into his heart. Okay, so you take your weapon, you drive it into his chest. You can feel like the bones breaking uh, underneath the weight of your weapon, and and you keep pushing. You you see this image of you and your wife reclining in bed together on a lazy Saturday morning. The the sunlight is streaming through the curtains with the breeze. It's this idyllic, comfortable scene. You flash back to the weight of the weapon in your hand, pushing against. You push it even further. You can feel the bones breaking. You can feel the blood pooling around your knuckles. Uh, And then another flash of memory. You see your son. You're in the park. You're throwing the ball back and forth. It's this peaceful scene. Flashback, you drive it even further into Jeremiah's chest. And then another flash of memory. You see uh, Jeremiah standing in your living room with two poker chips in his hands as he drains the souls out of your wife and your child's bodies, uh, all the while with a smile on his face. And you keep driving the weapon through his chest until you feel it bite against the wooden uh, the wooden desk that he is up against and you just push and push and you see the black ooze flow out of his chest and down your hand and he takes you with one hand and then takes you with the other never again never see them again and then he lets go and falls back lifeless on his desk. And as he does, he like 
slides down and you're looking at him, your hand drenched in like this black ooze. Uh, the three of you run up at this time. You see Jeremiah's lifeless body sliding down to the ground. Um, and you see one hand is curled around something and it like flexes open. Um, Bill, I assume you're so caught up yeah. in the moment that you don't even notice this. No. Uh, but do one of you check? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you walk over. You kind of pry open the fingers. You see a um, a poker chip, uh, similar to the two that Bill wears around his neck. But this has a very strange symbol on it. Um, it seems Aztec in nature. It almost resembles a face. It's like a... Uh, a square face um, with like these little circle details underneath it. It's very, it's unique. Um, and then you see a stone or marble piece that is about the same size and shape as a domino. But on that domino is an insignia that you saw on the night that this all began for you. It is the same one that Bill and Wren saw on the bottle of drugs in Jimmy the Butcher's place. It is the same insignia that you saw on the machines in the water treatment. It is the same that was on Marcus Malcolm's um, drugs in the warehouse. It is the spiky crown or Florida Lee or eagle in flight. It's, I mean, it's hard to tell, but it is that very symbol that you have seen before. But as you are all standing there um, with Jeremiah bleeding, oozing out onto the carpet, the rich, colorful carpet beneath him. Bill is on his knees uh, with the poker chips cupped in his hands, uh, just weeping into them. I'm so sorry. You always told me not to gamble more than I could lose. You always told me not to gamble more than I could lose. Please forgive me. Esther goes and sits next to him. Yeah, I was going to say Faye, like, brings the domino and the coin thing with her and sits next to Bill, and it's just kind of this scene of, like, him sobbing and is Ren standing too? I'm mean, yeah. I'm gonna say that Ren is just like standing there looking at Bill and he's just like taking in just what's going on of Jeremiah being slumped there. So the, the camera starts to pan out. We see the scene uh, almost uh, mosaic like as Bill is in the middle whispering to the chips in his hand. Esther on one side, Faye on the other, arms around his shoulders. Rin standing not a small distance away, looking at him. Uh, Javi kind of standing more towards the door, rubbing the back of his head. Um, the camera continues to pan, uh, and as it does, you see the machine shooting out their coins still, uh, and then it kind of goes to a trickle with only a few falling out. Uh, one by one, the tiki torches around the facility start to go out 
The camera continues to pan out into the moonlight. Uh, it's pale. It's quiet. There is no light. Um, then we see red and blue flashes on the glass windows, and we see one squad car pull up, another squad car pull up, a third one. Uh, and it continues to pan away and pan away. We see small figures rushing into the facility. It continues to pan and pan. We see the moon hanging in the distance, the night sky, the hills in the distance. Pan away, pan away. And we see a hooded figure standing in the forest. And you see the red hood. And it turns and you see the Oni mask. End of season one. Well, everyone, that's the end of season one of Misconceptions. We are already so excited for you to join us for season two. If you want to know exactly when that is coming out, hop over onto our Facebook and Twitter so you can see updates about when that season is going to be released. And of course, if you don't want to be quite done listening to Misconceptions yet, you can go listen to the episode that dropped alongside this one to hear our Geek Out After the Season session. As always, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in season two. Keep it nerdy, y'all.